morning, Australia. Good evening, US, and welcome to everyone listening across the globe today. Welcome back to A Conversation with Kez. I'm your co-host, Tony Lontis, and in a moment, we will be joined by the beautiful Kez Wickham St. George. Just a reminder for everyone listening in live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter... We have the delightful payo listening in from the Philippines, ready to send you all the links about all the content we talk about today. And don't forget to jump on to TonyLontis.com where you'll find detailed information about everything we talk about on these shows. This is a co-hosted series of shows about authors for authors and with authors and if you miss any of these shows please don't forget to jump on to binge tv networks uh, usa hero go tv networks usa and of course the tony tv channel app available on all smart tvs across the globe Kez Wickham St. George, my wonderful co-host, is the driver of her own creativity and her passion is to inspire and nurture others to tell their stories. She's a passionate storyteller herself and her values are simple. When you touch a heart, you change a life and by encouraging others to write or journal, her belief is that we add value to the lives of humans across the planet. If you need help getting a book written, you need some advice, or you just want to chat about a book idea, Kez is your person, your go-to book mentor and professional book consultant. And today I have the delightful pleasure of talking about Kez's latest book. She has now got, and you'll have to correct me if this is wrong, Kez, eight novels. Um, uh, She has a series of children's books. She is a co-author in a number of compilations. She also has a short movie coming out soon, which we will talk about um, in a moment. But first, Kez and I were talking just before the show, and we were talking about our energy levels. And for Kez, this interview today comes on the back of a huge launch there's a huge amount of things going on in Kez's life including the launch of her latest book a new movie um, coming up and the implications are that our energy gets a little bit drained and I said to Kez before the show I'm so glad and so grateful that I get the privilege of co-hosting a show with her because then we can just talk like old friends and still tell you about the amazing things that are happening in the book world. So Kez good morning my darling. Good morning Tony my beautiful friend how are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, I've just come back from a brief sojourn away (laughs) and brief, it seems like it was never even happening, but I can (laughs) say despite the fact that we had torrential rain for most of the week, we did actually get in some nice beach beach walks, uh, some uh, kayaking, some swimming, and I tried stand-up paddleboarding for the first time, which was... (laughs) disastrous <laughs> yeah, I agree how hard is that caper like seriously I can yes. they're nice light boards they're nice easy to paddle with uh sitting or lying but stand up 
and it's another story entirely. But anyway, I digress. There's some amazing things happening in your world, Kez, and you've just launched the third book in a series called Scribe. Tell me about it. But firstly, that beautiful cover. This one here? Yes, that's the one. Now, audience, isn't that just a beautiful cover? Doesn't that just draw you in? And it goes with the rest of the series, but this one looks particularly spectacular, Kez. Tell us about the journey around a book cover because it's quite hard, isn't it? The The journey, actually, I fully believe it's as hard as you want to make it to be. There's always people out there that are willing to help you, always. You've just got to find them, and that's the hard part. And you've got to be willing to say, yes, you can help me. Now, sometimes it comes at a price, and sometimes it's not affordable. I mean, we all, all, unless you're super, super rich, we all watch our budgets, especially in today's world. So um, I put my hand up. I found a fabulous publisher for the very first of the trilogy, Um, and... Then after that, we decided to do the three books. Now, that mm. also, you know, to get to get books published, it costs money. So then I decided to go back to work. So I had to really put my skills as a motivator and a writer um, out there. And I have always taught, no matter what I teach, I used to be a dance teacher in my early years. Um, and I taught ethnic dancing, not just ballet and tap but ethnic belly dancing. So I, when I started teaching that and then I got a job teaching motivation uh, because I was a qualified teacher for schools, but they yes. found that yes. I got on board with teaching motivation to other people. Things happened in their lives. Now, I can't, I can't mm. tell you what's going to happen in your life. I'm not a seer, but mm. when you teach people that, you need to do different things in your life to be successful. Yeah. And I'm not talking about business success. You're as successful as you want to be. First of all, you've got to be successful yeah. in your private life. And that's how you feel about yeah. yourself. So with yeah. all that as a background, um, teaching, I decided, I hadn't taught for many years. I decided to go back to it. And I was swamped, literally swamped in the past three years with showing other people how to write yes. um, and yes. I've had to pull back I've had to literally pull back because once this book scribe was um was published and then there's a movie that goes with the book um and yeah and at the actual launch um it was another movie was wanted and a um I was asked to do a script play for another one and the office kept coming in how am I going to do it all when you ask for help? Yeah. There are professionals out there. If you want the one of the best things I've ever found, if you if someone needs help, don't be frightened of holding your hand up. So many people yeah. will offer. So many people will. It's amazing. Who's come into my world since I have started showing that I can help you if you can help me? And that's the way the world works. It's not always, you know, it's nice to have money in the bank and say, yes, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pay for this. But sometimes one hand always helps the other. And I'm a big one for that. 
if I can help you, then how can Absolutely. you help me? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the ethos behind why Kez and I do these shows together because both of us passionately believe in the yeah. stories that humans have. We're both writers. Kez is way more accomplished than I am. However, we both understand that process. And for you, and I'm not sure if the audience realises that the birthing of a book is an energy-rich process. And even if you readily write, and I know that Kez um, writes uh, beautifully and readily, it still takes energy to birth a book. And after you've done the launch, there's a period of time where you need to actually regroup, don't you? Because there's a lot of energy and and a lot of work that goes into delivering a book. Um, the, the from the process of writing to the formatting of the book to the cover of the book to the launch of the book to the marketing of the book it's a lot of stuff and then if you're um, amazingly creative like Kez and you start to get those offers around uh, scripts and, and movies that's a whole nother dimension um, I wanted before we talk about the movie which I'm incredibly excited to be part of and to share with Kez Mm -hmm. um I want to talk about Scribe in particular and it describes a story of a woman who discovered this life is not just to be lived but savored as she's commanded to go on another adventure one she asked is asked to die for and it's about Tara so let's talk about Tara, your central character in Scribe. She's a central character on all my books. <laughs> it really is my alter ego. It really is. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The problems she gets into. See, and, and I, you know, being the writer, I can, I can put pen to paper and solve the problems. If only life was that easy. <laughs> oh, I know. So, I- yeah, so. Tara is That's part of writing, isn't it, kids? Yes. Mm. Tara is a go-getter. She's also um she's she's a mum. She's a yes. widow. She finds a new partner oh. in life. And uh she's a grandma. And she savors all mm. of these things. Now, in her in my earlier books of the trilogy, uh, she slowly decides um, that she wants to travel and write. That and, and art. She's a she's a recognised artist in her hometown of Rockingham, which, funny enough, is where I live. So, <laughs> so and for those so, of you listening across the world, Rockingham is in Western Australia. So I'm in Eastern Australia. Kez is in Western Australia. So we're like polar opposites apart. And for Americans, you might not realise that Australia in terms of landmass, is almost the same size as the US. And so we are a big country, a big island, if you like. We're surrounded by sea on all sides and um, quite a big country. So back to Tara and her adventures. Right. So the first book, Metal Mermaid, um, same same cover. Same cover. Yes. Now, let's talk about the cover. Okay, I approached my publisher who said to me, I, she said, what is it about? I said, a woman collecting stories around her campfire as she travels. 
And a week later, my publisher, Karen McDermott, uh, MMH Press, uh, rang me early in the morning and said, I've had this dream. And this is what she showed me was the campfire. And then she had, and I, and I thought oh. it was beautiful. But then she handed yeah, it over to her design team. And her design mm-hmm. team came up with this. Now, honestly, I've held this in a dark room and that glows. It just glows. It's beautiful. It is. Really beautiful. It is. It's one of the, I mean, I know everyone loves the cover of their own book. I know that. But mine's the best. Yeah. And always will be. (laughs) (laughs) So. And you're allowed to be proud of it, Kez. You are allowed. Loud and, yeah, proud and loud. So anyway, um, so we start, I started writing. Now the books, um, had had been designed and written sort of they were stretched mm. out things I wanted to write yes. about but they weren't um exactly published so when Karen got Karen's a professional um she got hold of them mm. and said let's start with number one so away we went now mm. number one um it could have actually been two books because it is what six seven hundred pages um but yes. it's a, it's a big book and then um, yeah. after that came the Capitry, which was again. So I, the first book, Little Mermaid, took you back to New Zealand, where I'm from. And we travelled the North Island of New Zealand, all around the North Island. And I introduced yeah. you to some of the most beautiful places there. But I also brought you back through Australia, telling stories of all the people I've met all the way. And all the, these people have stories of their personal life. So it's not, you know... Um, like somewhere in New Zealand had 23,000 people living there and, and had sheep as a living. It's about the story of the people I met there. And some of them are such interesting characters. They really are. And then the next book, uh, Cup of Tree, we stayed in Australia. So I took you yeah. all around now. I have traveled all around Australia many times and yeah. having a caravan, I can do that. And yeah. when you park in the bush in Australia, it's a very different experience now I'm on the Nullarbor Mm -hmm. which is um, the main artery Mm -hmm. road between um, Perth and going to Sydney but it can take you you know if you do what we do it took a long time well it's a three-day journey so it's three days across one road but we go into the bush and we camp overnight and we'll often just stay there because I'll have an idea I want to write about but it's a different, it's it's very, very quiet. Very quiet mm. there. It's not like New Zealand, which is full of birds singing all the time. The um yeah. the Australian native bush is really quiet. You go, you've got your birds. You've also got your kangaroos yeah. going past regularly, having a look, saying good morning. You've got your emus yes. going past saying yes. good morning, poking their head in the window, <laughs> scaring the daylights out of you. So, they're so big those birds <laughs> oh scary scary birds yeah um, and you've, you've got yes. you've got lizards and and things that I've never seen in my life before and I'm just sitting outside Snakes, spiders yep. oh the biggest spider I've ever seen in my life I thought I'd seen big ones in New Zealand no these were called globe spiders and they were in the trees they were Ooh. massive big as your fist that's the body Ooh. that's just the body Huge. <laughs> I know. That's all I, I think I'll sit inside for a while. <laughs> try, try and take something to calm me down with a cup of tea. Um, yeah. And then I got on to Scribe and I took you through the South Island of New Zealand again. The journey started off in Rockingham. 
and we got we went to Mount Cook. Now I have lived right under Mount Cook, so I know what I was talking about when I wrote about a whiteout um, being blocked by snow, being frozen by ice. I have flown over Mount Cook. Um, I've flown through some of the crevices of Mount Cook. It's the scariest thing I ever did. Ever, ever did. And I have done a lot of things, like jumped out of planes and <laughs> dived into waters yes, I yes. shouldn't be in. But, um, yes. yeah, in a, in a small fixed-wing two-seater plane, we went sideways through a crevice, and I just held my breath. I don't think I breathed for five minutes. I don't think I took a breath. Yeah, so it's all in the book. Um, and it's also learning about, in this book, well, in all three books, Tara is asked to scribe, and she doesn't understand what that means. She knows she is a scribe. In the oldie-worldie word of writing, she already is a scribe. Yes. So she doesn't quite get it. Um, and then in this book here, in Scribes, she actually is approached by a woman called Tanby who walks between the two worlds. And she is the one, she is the catalyst that says to Tara, you either do it or you don't do it. And that's life, isn't it? You either do it or you don't do it. So yes. Yes. Tara says, I can't do this. I, I can't. I can't die. I've got too much to do. Yeah. I've got grandchildren. Da, 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 da. She went on and on. But the thing is, you have to make a choice. And in the end, yeah. I, I, I wrote right till the end. I wrote vigorously for a whole, nearly a year. And yes. it was, do I want this character to die? And I actually went through a grief and I didn't realize it. But I felt really down because she's been part of my life for three years. And I felt I felt grief for this woman that had to make this terrible choice. So I thought, blow it. I'm going to make two endings to the book. And the readers can, so it took the onus off my shoulder. The readers can now choose what they want. So uh, that's what I did. There are two different endings to the book. Your book's in the mail, Tony. You will be able to read it and savour it. And where the movie's concerned, um, absolute shock when I was having lunch with a friend who is a movie, a short film movie producer. Um, And I said, oh, I I was being cheeky. I've got a book. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. Read it. And she went, I can do something with this. And I stopped eating. I think my mouth was full and fell open. I went, what? And she went, I can do something with this. So Sally Newman from Lyrical Infusions, um, who also lives in Rockingham, as does my publisher. Isn't that an amazing name, Lyrical Infusions? Isn't that beautiful? She's that sort of person. And she is, she's even yeah. melodious when she talks. You know, you can, you, can, yeah. you can hear all sorts of accents coming out. You know, and I think to myself, you know, it, it seems to be like, a win, like some sort of, mm-hmm. uh, she seems to be, I don't know. She's a magical woman to talk to anyway. So yes. um, she said to me, you'll have to trust me. You'll have to give me the, the script of the prologue. So the prologue is the movie, and it's 20 minutes long. Uh, it will be shown around Australia. Uh, as a sponsor, um, you're one of three, Tony. Uh, so your name will be on screen all around Australia. And um, handing the prologue, which was so special to me because I was that woman on the rock. But I did have other people with me. I just, I wrote about in a different way, but I have been not shipwrecked, but 
my boat was in trouble and we landed on a rock and I had to stay there. I couldn't, we couldn't move until the, until the, the boat, the fishing boat was fixed. So I had the feeling of, I knew that feeling of panic. I knew that feeling of a storm brewing. Uh, what are we going to do? There's nothing here. And so I put it into the yeah. prologue of the book. Now you're the only one that I've spoken to it about that because that was a good 30 yeah. years ago. So nobody knows about the prologue of the book, how it actually eventuated. I mean, I being creative, I have created more to it. But yeah, it was um, when Sally said to me, "Would you like to come along to the interviews of the actors?" I was, I was the first, I was about the fourth one in line, and I approached the desk, and they were interviewing people, and I had stipulated the woman was of an age between twenty five and thirty five. And the man had to be a little bit older. And so yeah. I stood in line with the rest of the actors, Tony. And <laughs> when the woman at the desk said to me, <laughs> oh, yes, dear, and who are you to, you know, you know, what what character do you want to take part? And I thought, well, it's definitely not the man. I'm too female. So I said, oh, the lead character. <laughs> now, I'm, def- I'm definitely not 25 to 35. She looked at me and the poor darling, she didn't know what to say. And I love putting people in predicaments. I, I see their faces and I want to write about it. So, and then it was the movie producer yelled out, she's just being stupid. She belongs with us. So, so she called me over to her table. We had, um, and there was a roll call of actors, 125 replied. Um, and I had nothing to do with the culling of them. That was also my job. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Sally did all that. Uh, 25 people were actually yeah. invited yeah. to turn up. All 25 turned up. And then we chose yeah. the actual actors. And the weird part about it is when I wrote the scene, mm-hmm. I was going to call the man Jack, Rose and Jack. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was my grandparents' yeah, yeah. names. Rose and Jack, yes. my grandparents, came to New Zealand on a sail ship. And when I saw the movie Titanic of Rose and Jack mm-hmm. on the sail ship, it connected. I thought... That was my grandparents in those days, you know, Absolutely. sailing on the ship because they came over. I know they came over on steerage. I don't know anything else, which I'm going to do some research on. So it's, you know, mm. I, I when I write, I sort of go back to the things I know, you know the experiences I've been through, um, the people I've met, the stories I've heard, the people I know. Um, I may have been in that experience myself, but let's create a bit more drama to it. So that's the way the book was written. And the movie is amazing. I saw snippets of it on Saturday at the launch. Yeah, it was amazing. Yes. And watching the actors act it out. Um, and there was where I was sitting, I could see some on the beach and I could see some in front of me. And you know immediately who yes. fits your description of what you've just written. You know it. And so when they said to me, who would you like? Who do you think? And I said, that one, that one. And then I got back to the producer because she's got the last say. It is it's her movie. That's right. It's her. So um, she had, and she said, "I agree. They're perfect." So yes, mm-hmm. it was all perfect. So they were at the launch, and they uh, of the book. They gave a little talk. Um, Sally introduced the movie and gave a little talk, and then I had the most wonderful MC, a, a man called Will Yeoman, who is the uh, one of the yeah. editors for the Perth newspaper. Um, he used to be the travel editor, but travels off off the hook now. So, yeah, we don't do that much yeah. over here. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he does all the arts. Yeah, he does all mm-hmm. the arts over here, uh, and that means everything in the arts. 
And so I invited him to MC it for me. And we, I know Will quite well. So he came along. And um, then there was my beautiful publisher who spoke about what it was like to work with me. And, um, yeah. you know, and, and really, I had to agree with what she said. I am fabulous to work with because I like working with me. So <laughs> I love working with you too, kids, by the way. Oh, I have you. to just, I have to just. I have to just share with the audience that um, the excitement and uh, and gratitude in Kez's voice when she um, messaged me and said, I think I've got someone interested in doing um, a, a short movie about the next book. Uh, it almost, and it still does when I think of that moment, that it almost brings me to tears because you just couldn't quite believe it. And I've watched on from the sidelines and listened about the unfolding of it all. And I just, I couldn't be happier for you, Kez. Like it's, a, it's a magical moment to see your words come to life in on the large screen effectively. And mm. um, with the publication of this third book and the movie coming out, are you going to have a break and go back to writing? Do you think what's next, Kez? The next thing is um, I, I've had a book in the background. Um, it's yes. a fictionalised fictionalized version of my life. So because mm-hmm. I can't, when you write a bi- biography or an autobiography, um, it's you've got to be very careful about who, what, when and where. So oh. then you have to fictionalise yeah. it. And so that's what I've mm-hmm. done. Uh, but it is yeah. really my life and yeah. how I got to be who I am because my life, yeah. if I'd had a it's different a parents, you know, as yourself, you know, mm-hmm. if your life had been different, you wouldn't be who you are now. Yeah, that's so right. That's, that's right. Very all grateful. The, all very, the things very that, that go into your life um, that make you who you are. So I'm wondering, uh, I love that word fictionalized biography. Is that a genre yet? Yes. Ah. Well, we interviewed another author some time ago, and she did her fictionalised, what was it called? Uh, Had the diamond on the screen, um, on the book cover. Oh, yes, 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 it was beautiful. Uh, (laughs) Beautiful artwork. We're both Um, yes. Yeah, well, anyway, she she did the same thing. Because for for safety's sake, uh, she works for the company. Um, I don't have Mm. to do that. I am an adult and there's no mm. children in the book yes. that's been involved yes. but except me. So I decided yeah. to start from more than year one and yeah. what I saw and what I heard and who I was expected yeah. to be. Uh, yeah. And I think that comes out in the book scribe too is that I have a mm. firm belief that this isn't it. This is not it. This is an experience. No, no. Yeah, so yes. it comes out in scribe. Um, and the and the good thing about it is once people have read it, I want to hear back from them. For the first time, I'm inviting yes, readers yes. to get back to me. And do I carry on? Because there's a book cover yeah. waiting to be filled yes. with words. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that one's called The Book of Shadows. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all about. What a great name. Mm, nice. Yes. Yes. Very nice. And I can so it's going to be an anthology. I'm hoping with shadows. Yeah. Mm. 
So I'm hoping mm. it will be an mm. anthology. People will write in with their ghost stories uh, or their, their yeah. personal experiences because this is not it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Scribe is, it was interesting to write uh, and to know there's a movie yeah. attached. So I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm still thinking, oh, my God. I'm yeah. still in the disbelieving phase. And when I look at my film producer, Sally, she's going, yeah, what next? Mm-hmm. Come on, what next? I'm thinking, ah, <laughs> we're just over this one. <laughs> and I think the best yeah, thing yeah. for me yes. is, to, is, to, is to take it into the system and let it dissolve slowly. It's not something, mm-hmm. oh, well, what next? It can't be that. It's very special. Yeah, you've got to say, we forget, don't we, kids? We get so busy that we forget to savour those moments. And it is a beautiful moment for you and your journey to yeah. have released the third in the trilogy to coincide with the release of the movie. And yeah. you actually need to sit back and let that absorb and enjoy the experience, have a bit of a rest, because as yes. I said before, there's a lot of uh, energy that goes mm. into all of those things and see what comes out the other side. In terms of the movie, where are people going to be able to see it? Well, that's up to the, my the movie producer. It yes. will be, um, yes. I think, through every state in Australia, they do have like movie festivals, short film festivals. Yes. Uh, whether it be in Brisbane, yes. Sydney, Tasmania, wherever. I know they have one here in Percy. Yeah. Um, so it will be held in those particular venues, I guess. Um, I don't know. that We yeah. haven't discussed. Um, I did want, there is a, my publisher's holding a retreat over here uh, in Perth, yes. and I would like it shown there to the, the people that mm-hmm. have been involved. But, um, yeah, so the people that have, um, apart from one of them, the people that came on as sponsors are all going to be at the retreat. Yes. So they say. Yes. So let's hope it goes ahead yes. and they can, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's hope that way. those travel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, crazy. It's the only thing, isn't it? It, it, yeah. it? So for people listening across the world, Australia, because and by virtue of the fact that we are this big island in the middle of an ocean, uh, we've had a much different experience with COVID. And, of course, there's all the states and the territories and they've had their own views on uh, borders and some uh, states. So both Kez's state in Western Australia and my state in Queensland have had very proactive um, premiers who've wanted to protect the population in a way that other states haven't. So we've had very low case numbers, uh, a wonderful freeing uh, ability to live and go out and and do all the things that we normally do. However, that's going to change soon because it's in all likelihood the borders will open and our experience may be a little different to what we've had before. The biggest states in Australia, New Zealand, uh, sorry, New South Wales and Victoria have had extensive long lockdowns where people Mm. couldn't do very much of anything. Um, from homeschooling to shut down businesses to all sorts of things. Mm. I don't think that we are out the other side of this pandemic by any means as shown Mm. by the new variant. So Mm. it'll be interesting to see what happens in 2022. I just hope that we will be able to travel across Australia at the very least 
Um, I've, my Facebook memories are popping up at the moment from all our travels uh, in Europe and, and Scotland in recent years. And it's yeah. just, I'm like, oh, I really miss travel. But but yes. in the first instance, it would be nice just to be able to go to Melbourne or jump on the plane to Perth, which we still aren't able to do, but which we may be able to do soon. And certainly we better be able to do it by March when the retreat is on because um, I want to go and celebrate with Kez all these wonderful things that have happened in her life. Um, Kez, when you, so you didn't see the whole movie at the launch no, of the book. No. You just saw a few snippets. What was it like watching those snippets? Spellbinding. I couldn't take my yeah. eyes off the screen. Could not take my eyes oh, off the wow. screen. To watch this young actor, very beautiful girl, take on the role of Rose. Um, Yeah, it was like, is that is that what it looks like? I I mean, I wrote I wrote the scene, and the words were in my head, but to see it acted, it's such a different feeling to see it acted on screen. You've entrusted this young woman to interpret your emotions onto screen so many other hopefully thousands will see that movie and she did it beautifully and my heartfelt thanks really my heartfelt thanks to her she interpreted with guidance from the film producer um they Mm. did it it's a sea scene so these people are drowning yes and they did it in midwinter and our oceans are cold they're freezing. Yes. Nobody, only idiots go swimming in the middle of winter as far as I'm concerned. You just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. But there are people that do do it yes. and all the mana to them. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, just watching her roll out of the surf and then start yes. acting, it was like, <gasps> it was like, okay. oh, uh, and I felt emotional and I felt tearful. And I was going to say, yeah, that was that was what was that physical representation of that moment? Um, teary and grateful, and oh my god, she's got it. And how proud were you of your oh, the ability have... of the producer and the actress to get Amazing. your words portrayed on screen? Well, once the the girl rolled out of the surf, and then I won't give yeah. too much. But there was another actor. No, that. don't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> once they, once they were on the stand together, the mm. makeup, the makeup was amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it was like that's what I wrote about, and I could just feel the silence inside. I just sat there and watched, and never said a word. Everyone was going, oh, you know, and everyone around me was like, congratulations. <laughs> And clapping yes. and applauding and yes. and I just sat there and it was like it was like silence inside me. I could not I could not yeah. take it all in. I was blown away that my words mm. were being spoken and will be spoken on a big screen. Yeah, yeah. That's such an amazing and feeling. Time. And this is the, just the short version, um, the prologue of uh, the book. Can you now? Does it now feel like it might be a reality to actually see the book in a bigger movie? 
Oh, that's my dream. Can you actually see that? Yes, yes. Yeah. But that's seeing that first shot yes. go, oh, my God, this could happen. Oh, my God, I could, this could really work. Mm. Yes, it did. It went through my mind. Oh. Who do I approach? Um, you know, there must be there must be some scriptwriter out there or movie producer mm-hmm. that would be so interested in any of my books because they're all about paranormal, really and truly. They do. Oh, yeah. I always wander into the paranormal. I don't know why. I'm just drawn to it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there must be someone out there, and if there is, then by all means contact me. Um, I'm not Absolutely. I'm not bound in any contract that I cannot work with you, but. Yeah. At the moment, it's just the short movie, and it's like, oh, oh, one step at a time, little girl, one step at a time. So, yes, yeah, yes. it's been an amazing journey. My whole my whole life as a writer has been amazing. You know, I only found out last yeah. week that a book, a book I wrote 30 years ago, 30 years ago. Yes, yes. It's a motiv- motivational book for the unemployed. It's still being used oh, in, some, in some schools in New Zealand. How's oh, that? that's amazing. That's brilliant. What a legacy. And that's that's kind of what it's that's about, true. isn't it? It's yeah. about leaving that legacy of your thoughts and words and books and, and movies that your grandchildren will have the privilege of going, oh, my goodness, that was great-grandma. That's that's, that's what right. she did. That's what oh, I feel like I get to know her, even though she may no longer be with us, I get to feel and know her by virtue of the stuff that she's left behind. That's a powerful I, thing. I think, I, I think I've worked the DNA, so I'm going to be there somewhere that's going to pop out. Whether they like it or not, it's going to pop out. <laughs> oh, uh, without, without a doubt, without a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. You've got to be cluey um, about these so, things. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So it's been 2021's been a big year because not only has there been the boot movie, the books, there's also been some co-authored collaborations. And I want to just quickly remind the audience about The Colours of Me because another fantastic book, another uh, compilation of amazing stories, and that's also what you um, got organised in amongst everything else that you've been doing in 2021. How proud of that book are you? Very proud. It's a beautiful book. It's mm-hmm. a stunning book. Again, again, we came up with one cover and we and, and you know, you, you know when the cover of a book, when you go into a library, the colour of the book um is one is the first attraction. Then there's the blurb on the yes. back. That's the second attraction. Yes. So we weren't uh it was it was okay and then um the 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 design the book the book designer uh, with MMH Press said, well, how about this one? And produce what we, yeah. we said yes to. Um, and I couldn't have picked a better colour for it's what. It's beautiful. I know. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So the colours of me is. Sent me the, mm, when Kev sent me the draft, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that is so beautiful. And it really was, isn't it? It's mm. a beautiful book. Yes, it is. And the stories are amazing. The, the woman mm-hmm. have pulled out all stops. Uh, there's been nothing hidden. Yes. It might have been softened yes. a bit through the editing uh, because you can't, yes. you know, some of some of the stories were a little yes. bit harsh. But um, we yes. have a fabulous editor, uh, Julia Kalock, um, and, mm. of course, my publisher, uh, she proofread it, one of her team proofread it, um, and it was a very professional yeah. book. It was just beautiful. And, of course, Tony, you're in there as yeah. well. 
I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, um, do you you loved that process and I in turn loved working with you in that process. Um, would you like to do more of that in, in 2022, do you think? Oh, I love anthologies. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yes. It's um to me, it's an invite to let your light shine. That's all it mm. is. It's it, mm. you know, we yeah. have if you're worried about your story, then don't. Yeah. Because we have professionals yes. like myself, uh, like MMH Grace, yes. like the her team, team that get onto it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we work with you. We say, look, can yeah. we can we voice it a different way? Can we put yeah. it a different way? Can can we rewrite this mm. paragraph? It's not nothing's yeah. ever too hard. And it took there was also um a co-collaborator with me, Michelle Wittering. And Michelle is a yeah. dream, just a dream to work with. She Absolutely. really is. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so we had no problems. I mean, she's a working woman. She does mental health care herself. She's a carer yes. in that sort of facility. Um, and I work from home. Still, um, I meant mm. I mentor quite a few people, but on saying that, yeah. um, we worked together. We'd say we have a new story come through. She'd if it went to her, she'd flick it to me and vice versa, and we'd read it. Mm. Um, and we say no, that's mm. good. Or this needs work. Uh, and then it's not our job mm. to work on it. That's why we you have editors. So yeah. yeah. Um, and the editor okay. took on. It was more of a job for her than I would say for us because she had the hard job yeah. of literally yeah. picking out words that weren't completely correct to go in. And then she would deal with the. We would get hold of the author and say, mm. can we do this? Um, but mm. her job was a hard one. Mine was just saying, welcome, mm. welcome, you know, <laughs> and let's do, let's do this together because – there's nothing. There's nothing like it. Watching other people be motivated and succeed. Nothing like it. Yes. Yes. And if you're thinking about writing or writing a book, then it's actually a lovely introduction to the process of writing and what's yes. required, and it's sort of like a dipping your toe in the waters, so to speak, of uh, mm. writing and seeing what what happen comes out the other side. And The Colours of Me was really quite successful. Um, at last count, I think it was fourth uh, in the bestseller and third, got to mm. third in the bestseller um, categories of anthologies, wasn't it? Yes, so when you think about all the anthologies that go onto Amazon, um, Amazon UK and Amazon Australia. across the world, audience. This is yeah. across the world. Yeah. Mm. So we have, we have thousands of anthologies across the world being written yeah. and published yeah. every day. Yeah. And sometimes I think, oh, why wasn't I asked to go in there? But I'm, I'm glad I wasn't because <laughs> I'm just too busy. I'm just so busy. Yes. But, yes. Um, yeah, when you think it got to third, I was blown away. And that's because Absolutely. people were buying it. That's because people yeah. were interested. You know, we also had yes. seven launches with the colours of me. Seven yes. launches around the world. And we spoke world. about it and interviewed about it as yeah. well. So we did. Um, in, in terms of getting the book out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. 
Um, so you so those compilations of stories are also in the plans for next year. Um, you are go, we are going to have a break over Christmas. Kez and I are going to have um, some time off over Christmas and have a break from the shows. But when we come back in uh, January, there will be uh, a continuing array of authors that we speak to about their books and about their writing process. And we'd also like to get some more artists to talk to on the show because also in Kez's background is her artistic work. Um, for the audience, that you may not know that Kez also does lovely artwork and works with artists. And so we increasingly would like to feature a few more artists to talk about their art process they're all creative processes the process of writing a book the process of painting a painting or drawing a painting they're creative processes aren't they Kez they are and that's what we are we're creatives what what um what sort of annoys me Tony is that Mm. people hide their creativity and they think oh this is not worth talking about well if you know I for instance I was at the, where the launch was held, and they had two paintings yes. on the wall by a local lady. I know her well. Um, beautiful, mm. beautiful work. Why not get out there yes. and say, instead of hiding them in a corner where I had to go up and really peer behind a sort of a curtain thing out, put some art while I'll go and have a look. Why do that to your work? Why, why do that to yourself? With any author or any artist, yes. let's talk about it. Let's get you out there. Let's do something. Yeah. Come on the show. Let's let's interview you. Show your work off. You know, I'm very proud of my piece always sitting behind me. And I change I it. I, I love that colour. Yeah. It's beautiful, that colour. Yeah, well, that's what they call a poor painting. So, and, and it's one of my favourite things to do. But, um, yeah. yeah, you know, there's so many things that, you know, and yesterday I actually went and attended a craft class which I haven't been to for years. And I met oh. new people. I haven't I have never met them before. And we're all local. Yeah. And yeah, I had yeah. such a good time making simple little Christmas cards because we didn't talk about work. Oh. Yeah. We talked <laughs> about life. And when you yeah. look at doing an interview, it's not talking about how hard you work. It's talking about your life. Why not do that? Yes. Yes. I mean, these these yeah. tapes, are, are, you know, on Tony TV, um, they're video. They're going to be here forever. Yes. They're also on my YouTube. They they're going to be here forever. Yes. Why not, yes. you know, Absolutely. ring your bell? Why not? And I just don't understand when people don't. Mind you, I do understand shyness. And I do understand yes. um, thinking, oh, no, I'm just big noting myself. Well, I've got news for anyone listening out there. No, you're not. Because I want to hear your story. I want to know who you are. Because um, if I don't yeah. know who you are, then there's going to be a thousand other people that don't know who you are. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we forget that humans are connected by stories. And we, we need to keep telling stories. Lots and lots of different stories, good stories, sad stories, horrible stories, great stories. All of those connect us as human beings 
and help us to feel like we're not alone in this existence. No one should feel like they're alone. Everyone should feel like they are listened to and supported. And and another one of the things that Kez and I share is that passion for um, telling your story and shining a light on what happened to you or how your life's turned out because that empowers people it gives people hope and fundamentally you want to make sure that each and every human has hope for the future has hope for a better day Mm. and it's been a tough couple of years for humanity we Mm. have to agree don't we kids it's been pretty darn rough but you know when you're in this situation with with the COVID when you're in this sort of situation why not just put pen to paper or yeah, put them, put them write keyboard. about how you feel. Yeah, journal. Yeah. It's not, you know, I listened to a, a documentary on journaling last night and it's not just a diary. Yeah. You know, you, no. you, can, you can write, put so much into a sentence that, you know, your actual heart emotions are in that sentence and you can keep looking at that sentence and the more you look at it, the more you want to write. You know, there's there's nothing to me. There is I sit up every night in my journal about my day, um, and oh wow, is that what happened? Wow, I didn't have time to stop and think about that. You know, oh well, I must contact that person. You know, it all comes out yeah. in the journal. So why not do that? Absolutely, I can encourage anybody Absolutely. to take the yeah, take the anxiety away, journal. And there's something about written words and spoken words that releases some of the angst around Mm. what we experience or the anxiety we feel about a situation or a life happening the anxiety lessens when we journal or we Mm. speak about that and Mm. I think that for many humans they forget that there is a release and there is a way to to dissipate anxiety or concern and that's through writing or speaking and for many many people myself included journaling is an important part of your everyday and uh, if you combine a little bit of journaling with a little bit of meditation a little bit of time in nature you'll find that life just feels better doesn't it Kez and I know you have a special place in your garden where you sit from time to time and just listen to the world go by and there's something about uh, reconnecting with nature that helps us keep going isn't it that's oh yeah yeah all the time Tony I've got something to show you yes please as this can you see that that's the yes, poster. Yes, we can see the cry of morrow. Yes, the cry of morrow is coming in summer of 2022. So it's just here. Yes. And we will um, make sure that we have links to where you can see that on yes. either Kez's website or, or my website. And we will continue to talk about it as we head into 2022 because I really, oh, God, it's so beautiful, isn't it? Those are the two actors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look at that. She's gorgeous, isn't she? She is. But he's he's lovely too. Yeah. Yeah. He's lovely. He's an Irishman. Yeah. 
So the book Scribe is is a success. As far as I'm concerned, it's an absolute yes. success. And that's my final note for the show, where's the best place to buy Scribe? Of course, if you jump onto Kez's website, kezwickhamstgeorge.com, you will find it there. You'll find it on tonylontis.com under Kez, um, our co-host uh, tab on the website. But where else can people buy and get a copy of Scribe? MMH Press. So MMH Press and Amazon are the best places for Kez's book. And Barnes and Noble. Um, yep. I'm guessing it'll be everywhere very shortly, yes. Um, yes. having just been released. But if you're keen to grab a copy for a Christmas gift, MM Pre- MM- <laughs> MMH Press has the whole trilogy plus all of Kez's um, books. Kez's website has all of her books. Um, but uh, MMH Press, you'll see the three uh, books in the trilogy. And if you want to get that, what a great Christmas gift, thinking about Christmas coming up. Kez Wickham St. George, thank you so much for being with me on the show again today. I love our time every week and I'm just particularly delighted that I actually get to talk about you and your author's journey this week and about the upcoming release of The Cry of Morrow, which we will keep you updated about where it's at and where you can see it. It's coming soon. It's pretty close to, uh, because has already seen the snippets and we'll be able to share those snippets with you too as well. Um, Please join us next week when we be back with a conversation with Kez. I'm your co-host, Tony Lontis, and I've been talking to the gorgeous Kez Wickham St. George. And that, my friends, is your lot for this week. Bye for now. Bye, Bye Kez. Bye. Bye.